Everybody. My name is Joanne Feeler, and welcome to today's gifted webinar for this month. And if you're listening to this live, you know that it's April 2015. Let's get started right away with some nice deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Okay, relaxing those shoulders. So they're pulled down away from your ears. So pull your shoulders down away from your ears. Nice deep breath. Okay, chest to open and have your neck nice and tall, please. And let's just visualize for a moment within the our, the core of our heart, a streaming of light coming into our energy field from ourselves through our hearts, letting that light expand. And it just rushes into a column of energy that goes all the way from the soles of your feet all the way through your crown and actually down into the into this beautiful planet Gaia, helping you be stable and strong and secure in the light of God, the light of Source Creator that you are, not just in heaven, um, but even in all realities. Okay, another nice deep breath here. Okay. <laughs> Great job, everybody. Thanks for joining me today. Let's have fun, <laughs> shall we? So there's a whole bunch of things that we do to help you connect with the light of source energy that you are. It's not natural in this reality that we are presently living in. We're coming out of the separation age, and we've forgotten many, many different uh, ways that we are truly divine, inherently divine. And that's what I do. I help you uh, feel it and experience it. And that's mainly what we do in these gifted calls is how, uh, offer you an experience where you can feel that light within you. Uh, there's many other things that we do. There's online classes, um, there's workshops, there's retreats, and I'll talk about the retreats in just a minute. Um, the online classes are, are very different from these gifted calls in that we're really giving you specific tools to help your brain catch up uh, to the light of God that you are. Our brains have been programmed in this reality and um, it doesn't have to mean that's nefarious or malevolent, but there's just a lot of different ways that we get disconnected and our beliefs and our truths and our thoughts and our behaviors, um, the majority of them for humanity keep us separate from the light of God that we are. So the classes that I offer um, help us kind of redo or undo some of that separation age programming to set in motion a completely different way of knowing yourself, knowing others, knowing God personally, and living the life of your dreams really more consciously. It's not a panacea, you guys. This is this is real. I have an amazing before and after, and I would love to help you create your own after. Okay? <laughs> Very good. All right, so let's talk a little bit about um, something that just happened last week. A group of 18 plus one, because our, um, our Mayan guide that we hired uh, to help us with the, the earthly, the human history, was uh, definitely <laughs> a cosmic comrade in many ways, Greta. Um, so 18 plus one, 19 of us gathered uh, recently. I just got back uh, late, late Sunday from Cancun, Mexico. And we were seeming together the Mayan timeline with uh, the Platinum Age uh, from this moment going forward. <sighs> wow. <laughs> so we came together on April 19th on Sunday evening, and we had an opening ceremony after a beautiful dinner together. And in the sky, as we were standing on the beach, um, actually, no, we were standing on a platform right before we walked on the beach. No, we were on the beach. Thank you. We were on the beach was um, a UFO. At <laughs> first we thought it was a satellite and then it started doing loop-de-loops and swooping down and up and we're like, all right, we've got some, we've got some friends <laughs> in the house. And that was really uh, an, an amazing opening ceremony and it just got better from there. 
there were so many amazing experiences that we had and the group together um, was it was so divinely um, inspired and chosen and all of those things thank you so much for all of you who supported us even though you may not have been able to join us in physical you were definitely a part of the experience we had two days of workshops, which I recorded, and I will be sharing those, um, so stay tuned. Sign up for my newsletter to find out where you're going to access those recordings. It's so important when we come together. It's, it's a special experience for us on a human level, allowing us to truly feel the higher vibe frequencies. For some of us, it's very difficult to live there, to operate from there in our normal lives. Um, I support that, and the the peeps like you that are that are resonating with what we do and comrades alongside me in this journey, when we come together we we create a very magical set of relationships and experiences and adventures um, doing it alongside each other and obviously in Cancun, Mexico, you can't help but have fun and be in awe of what the in this case the Mayan culture accomplished anew such a long time ago. Hmm. And we have more adventures to come. So the Cancun trip um, is a wrap as of Sunday. I'm sorry, Samson, I'm not sorry, but Samson's here, and he's. you might be able to hear him breathing. He was just outside, and he's kind of hot. So I'm just scratching his head. He likes that. Good boy, Sam. The Cancun trip was just one of many that I will be doing. I balance my time between my family and my uh, my spiritual teacher and spiritual comrade role. So I plan my journeys very, uh, very divinely inspired in a divinely inspired way. The trip that we have coming up next, it's not quite on the website. So again, sign up for the newsletter to find out when you can um, uh, let me know and register and apply to, uh, to register so that uh, we know if we have the right mix and a good match. The next one is September 11th through the 14th, and instead of in Park City, Utah, we're going to be doing that in central Idaho, a very, very special place that my family and I love to vacation. Um, lakes, um, mountains, some mountains are solid granite. Uh, it, it holds the divine frequencies so beautifully and so pristinely. It's probably a place you've never heard of, um, which may be one of the reasons it's just that special, right? So McCall, Idaho uh, will be the one on September, and then most likely September of 2016, we will be going to France on the sacred Mary Magdalena tour, and we will also be following up with two days in Rome. Um, some of you may be able to suspect why <laughs> we're going to Rome at the end. Uh, Rome needs a blessing, <laughs> and we've been asked to do it by Mary, and damn it, we're going to do it. <laughs> so um, for those of you that love to travel, for those of you that want to hang out with me and hang out with other amazing comrades in human form, um, I would love to have you join us. Okay, very good. All right, the other thing I want to mention in terms of current events is that we have the Living Your Higher Self, the core series, launching this week, April 30th. And we do have spots for you. I would love for you to join us. The website has um, all the particulars. If you just go on to com and then into store, online classes and living life as your higher self the core series um, it is six weeks i am tuning um, and basically updating the information it just felt like it was time to do another another um, round of updates the energies have changed so much since i last shared them for those that have participated in that series before there is an alumni discount i value you i appreciate the weekly live calls and your participation and with this update, you may be particularly keen on um, another rev of this. So that's a 75% discount for the alumni. And I'm also offering a money back guarantee because I am so confident that you're going to love this. So if within the first two weeks of the six-week series, you do not thoroughly enjoy what you are experiencing and receiving in this offer, you will be offered um, your money back from the weeks that you haven't yet participated. I will prorate. I can handle that kind of math. And then that should um, help you um, potentially uh, expand beyond any fears or concerns that it may not be a match for you. All right? Okay, so that's the Living as Your Higher Self, the course series. We are going into May. I'm extremely busy um, in my personal life. It's my daughter's last month of school for the school year. 
and they tend to have a lot of field trips and other things, and plus they'll have the six-week series going on. So life is busy, but that doesn't mean it's not fun. <laughs> All right, let's get started with today's special message, okay? Email me with questions on any of those offers, by the way, at jill at jillrenefeeler.com. Okay, let's uh, dive right in, shall we? Okay, and I don't know what the special topic is today, so I'm I'm excited to uh, to share with you and see what what gifts and presents we have available, and I as human Jill will be receiving them right alongside you. Okay, all right. So I'm closing my eyes and I'm just going deep within my heart space, accessing that divine consciousness that is beyond what I know as Jill, beyond what I've learned as my human, and tapping in with what I call my God card to a level of love and wisdom and alchemy that we do have available to us from within our human forms. Very good. Mm. Wow, we're starting with the title. We don't normally do that. Stepping up and stepping out. Okay. What we're going to be talking about today revolves around the concept of trust. There are so many of you that have made leaps and bounds in the way that you trust source energy in your life, the way that you trust God personally. Some of you have had to make some very bold moves in stepping away from systems and infrastructures and truth systems that simply didn't allow for you to feel a close and personal connection with your God consciousness, with source energy, the supreme creator being. Those bold moves are required again. When you knew, when you know at any point that something is not honoring, not supporting the light of source energy within you, action is required action is beckoned and it will consistently be a tap on your shoulder whenever it comes up again. The mirroring ability for this world to reflect the light and love of God is getting easier and easier. And that should help you dramatically with your discernment, your ability to sense how far you can take this. And folks, it's limitless. We truly have no ceiling on the range of light that we are capable of embodying in human form. I'm going to repeat that because it's very important. We set for ourselves in this platinum age no boundary, no ceiling in terms of how much light consciousness, God energy, you can demonstrate, feel, and know in your human form. The primary gating factor that we see for many of us is our ability to trust ourselves. There are so many ways throughout our lives that we've been shown or even told that that we can't trust ourselves. Um, When bad things happened, when mistakes were made, when relationships went awry, we tended to have another sign of evidence that we should not trust ourselves or that we shouldn't trust this reality. (laughs) <laughs> I just want you to see Samson just really quick. He's <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Sorry. He's like, Mommy, why don't they trust themselves? I don't know, Sam. We're going to do what we can now <laughs> so that they can, <laughs> so that you can trust yourself. <laughs> you guys, if you knew how beautifully you packed your bags for this journey. That everything that you may have viewed as going wrong or that didn't um, accommodate your light, none of that was a sign of a flaw on your part. None of that was a sign that you didn't know what you were doing. It was par for the course incarnating during a separation age. Please try not to take it so personally, and please allow yourself to clear your your human record right now 
of anything that has been holding you back from truly believing in your ability to be fully light, to access the full light of source energy that you are. Okay? The veils get thicker. The, um, some of you, my, all of you know the word veils. I'm not gonna, I don't need to go there. There are so many ways that we block ourselves from the light that we are. And sometimes I, I do see for especially this group that we just hold ourselves to an extremely high standard. Okay, let's relax our shoulders again here. All right. Okay. Hmm, nice. Okay. Okay, so when we were using the words earlier about stepping up and stepping out, let's talk about that for a minute. The lower chakras, the first, second, and third chakra energy, if you look at it as kind of a, a superstructure of the, the way that energy works and this, the way that your energy in particular works in this physical reality, that's where a lot of that um, sense of things not going well or you not trusting yourself, being disappointed, that's where that's stored in those, in those lower chakras. I'm, I don't, it's been, I've experimented with and realized that we don't need to necessarily clear all that. Um, Jesus, Buddha, um, Kuan Yin, and many others explained to me that in this reality, there's just junk. It, there just is, especially in the separation age. So there's debris, there's brokenness, there's all of those things. It's just natural. So I don't want to think of this physical reality as like, um, as like a garbage dump or, um, a garbage pit. But let's just play with me on this just for a minute, okay? So let's play that in the lower chakras, there is a lot of debris. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of confusion um, and misunderstanding. So it's kind of like junk, okay? Not truly, but just play with me. So we have to step out. We have to build ourselves almost like an ascending staircase out of the lower chakra energies into the upper chakra energies. Now notice, I'm not asking you to clear it first, okay? I'm just asking you to look for the stairway. Look for the ways that you love, that you are capable of loving other people. That's your stairway. That's your ladder out. Okay? You can't love in that pure-hearted way without being connected to God. You can't feel the love for others that I know that you do without being supremely and divinely connected to the love of God. That's where that pure love is coming from. It's from your God energy. See, you're better than you thought you were, didn't you? You rock. All right. So that ability of yours to love this reality, perhaps, a certain person, a puppy like Sam, any any way that you, you see the signs that you've, you've got this love thing down, at least with, with certain instances and certain individuals, certain beings, we're going to let's do a little exercise. Okay, so let's have you close your eyes for a minute. Relax those shoulders. Nice deep breath. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, they just showed me something that's just so awesome. <laughs> um. I'm going to go here. Okay, so I'm going to explain it first. You can open your eyes for a minute. Sorry for this tangent. This is just so brilliant. Um, so, of course, I just came from the Yucatan, and there's these um, natural uh, um, freshwater uh, water systems called cenotes that are all over the Yucatan, and it was it's part of the land formation in that area. Thanks to an asteroid. Thanks, asteroid. Those cenotes are awesome. And they were known by the Mayan people to be sacred energies, very healing um, sacred waters, sacred, um, sacred holy places. So I would like you, and they're dark, by the way, because <laughs> there's very little natural sunlight, and some of these cenotes are extremely deep. So it's like the depth of the cenote. And the Maya looked at, at anything underground as the underworld. Now, underworld, some of us may think of it as negative, as like hell. No, no, no. Uh, for the Mayan people, the underworld had positive gods and negative gods, and the um, above world, the heavenly world, also had positive gods and negative gods. So the underworld, we're going to um, imagine that your lower chakras are like the underworld, okay? 
It's the depth of this physical reality in ways that sometimes you can't see. They look dark and scary, and we're not sure what to do with them. They're still sacred, but they don't feel that way. Okay? Okay, so now, just like a beautiful kind of um, opening, like if you were in a cave of water, a cave with water, which is the cenote, some of them have a hole in the top, which lets the light, the sun, the sunlight stream in. We're going to create that hole in this meditation in a moment where you're going to go up through that hole following the light into your heart space and into the upper chakra orientation. So, sounds like fun, right? Yeah, let's do this. Okay, so back to closing your eyes, please. Relaxing those shoulders, spine nice and tall, and nice deep breaths. Okay. With your eyes closed, please visualize that your entire lower half of your torso is this deep blue, majestic, watery reality that can feel murky and uncertain and sometimes quite scary. Just feel that for a moment. This is where our human relationships are. This is where our connection with uh, finances and food and shelter and clothing resides. This is where our sense of our human self is stored. Just let that be this very, very deep blue water. It's clear, but it's very deep. You can't see the bottom of it. It's cool and it's refreshing. And just, you almost want to, you almost may imagine it almost like sloshing around. It's not solid. It's it's a watery substance, almost like a um, yeah, otherworldly plasma even. Okay, you're doing a great job. Okay, just like a well. Okay. Now I'd like you to visualize that there is um, a hole at the top, and light is streaming in to the blue water of the cenote of your lower chakras. And as you notice the sun, the sun's rays streaming into the water, it feels more majestic, it feels more glorious. And now that opening is getting wider and wider, hoping more light stream in. And I'd like you to visualize your consciousness from the well, looking up, feeling the sun on your face, wanting the sun so badly. Just let yourself feel for a moment any any recall of feeling trapped in your physical lives. Trapped in your body, trapped in the well of trying to survive in any unsatisfying or disappointing or downright miserable experiences that you've had in this human journey. Any of the sadness, any of the anger, any of the bitterness is just present in the stillness and coolness of that water, almost like it's being stored. And yet the sun's rays can shine right through that water. And even if you can't see the bottom, the sun knows where the bottom is. And it's not so scary anymore with the light shining on your face, the visibility, the awareness that you are okay, that you're always okay, even when it doesn't look like it, even when you don't feel like it. Okay. Now, while part of your... Um, consciousness is still in that water, possibly like your feet in it, like you're standing on the edge of a cenote. Nice and crisp and cool. You may even be up in it to your waist. I'm going to ask you to stretch your sense of your body, 
so that it can stretch all the way up through that hole. I'm going to count to three and I'm going to ask you to stretch. It's like imagining your body stretching so that part of you is in the cenote and part of you is fully through that hole and in the light of the sun above the cenote, out of the well, free and clear. Okay, one, two, three. Oh, nice job. And you just stretched like Stretch Armstrong for any of you that know that doll. Okay, so your body is now also emerged in the sun, in the light, in the life-giving and loving warmth of God. Okay, there's a very noticeable heart chakra activation going on here for each of you. Hmm. Nice job. And now there's this like aquamarine light blue color that's coming through your body, bringing the light back down to uh, your torso and your legs and the wateriness of the, the lower chakra, the underworld while you're also very present in the heavenly realms, if you will, of your divine consciousness. Okay, and now I just feel that, that underworld energy and, and heavenly world energy um, running really back and forth, helping you feel uh, the purpose in the underworld, the purpose in the physical, and also the divine purpose of the upper chakra orientation, our cosmic energy, our eternal selves, source creator energy is also a part of the underworld. Okay, nice deep breath. For those of you possibly tripping up on the words, um, I encourage you just to relax. And you may even want to kind of tap uh, the left hemisphere of your brain, your temple for a moment and just remember it's we're not this isn't just about the words this is also very much about the energy that the words are containing okay so it it's okay the words matter very little right here it's about what we're doing uh, under the surface <laughs> in the underworld related to you and your humanness okay nice deep breath <sighs> now we have this purple surge going on from our root chakra all the way up our spine up each and every vertebrae in and out of the cartilage, nice, all the way up to our neck and into our cranium, ah, the full skull just being surged in purple energy and white light. And now our blood is getting a nice platinum ray, jolt within it, helping us tuning the blood, tuning the plasma to an otherworldly quality of light help us feel more of the light of God in our in our lives starting in our thoughts our beliefs our truths a way of knowing ourselves and our way of knowing others at a soul level okay all right nice job let's wiggle fingers and wiggle toes here for a moment okay beautiful job so notice, in order to feel that light coming through the, the top and the opening, we didn't have to drain the water. Did you notice that? We didn't have to empty anything out. We didn't have to sort through it. We didn't have to inventory it. We didn't have to relive anything necessarily. We just had to notice it. We had to notice the contrast between the, the depths of the physical reality and some of the things we liked about it or didn't like about it relative to the easy, breezy nature of the light of source energy that we are okay it's the contrast is the it's just the beginning and then there's the harmonization the second step that we did rushing the energy back and forth that was the harmonization step you guys that's where we get to the zero point frequency that um, science knows is where all the power is okay in the midst of the polarity and trying to get out of the murkiness and the depth of the cenote you can't appreciate what is perfect balance between the sun and the elements and our source energy ability to appreciate what is and tune what is to the divine highest good of all. Okay. Hmm. 
<sighs> All right. And uh, what I feel happening right here, it's almost like um, joints on our backbone. You don't have to, you can leave your eyes open, but I'm just noticing that there's this energetic um, embrace coming from our spinal column right between our shoulder blades. And it's like weaving around, almost like wings, um, around our uh, the front of our bodies, um, right to our heart-centered space. Very white, very light, uh, very comforting, um, helping you trust, helping you trust that light energy amidst the murkiness of our humanness. Okay. Ah, wonderful, wonderful job. Okay, so there was the activation. Now we don't need to do it at the end because we just checked that box. Okay. So we've just offered something radically different than what most people are doing in spirituality. This is not spirituality 101. This is not New Age 101. This is not Ascension 101. This is like Ascension 501, okay? We have, uh, me, my team and I, have been like noticing different things that weren't working in this reality. And like any um, intelligent person, you don't repeat what isn't working. You try something new. And your higher self, my higher self, a team of us in the, in the um, inner realms, the higher realms, have been evaluating, okay, what's working, what isn't. And I have signed up for an assignment where I get to offer a representation of something different to try. That I try out for myself, I try it and I work with my clients and see what's working for them and what isn't. Um, and we tune it, we adjust it as we go. We are learning, evolving, um, creative expressions of life in humanness give yourself permission to get off a track that's not working for you give yourself permission that you can create something totally new that you've never heard of before that you just feel like you want to try it's not nearly as scary as it sounds to try something new it actually makes you feel more alive do you know why because you're relying on that divine energy the only thing you have when you when you're not relying on a human textbook um, or a set of formulas or operation manuals that others have already you know tried or tried and true and proven by others you are flying by the seat of your pants and that may sound dangerous and reckless to some there's a version of Jill that that thinks it's incredibly irresponsible but there's another side to me that finds it absolutely exhilarating some of us may have forgotten what it feels like to fly by the seat of your pants to literally um, launch into something that you're wondering if anyone's ever tried before, if anyone's ever done before. You feel alive because you're relying on your source energy to carry you through, okay? You're not relying on anything you've ever done before. You're in uncharted territory, and we can have a lot of fun in the process, no matter what happens, even if it doesn't go as expected, even if the results are not as satisfying as you thought they'd be, we just learn and move on, you guys. This is what makes the human race so special, <laughs> is that we're not just going through the motions of, um, inst of uh, uh, animal instinct. There's creativity. There's self-expression. There's things that we do just for the joy of it. And that's special. That's a special part of our humanness. So embrace that. Rely on your own intuition, your divine intuition about what feels good, about what feels exciting, and where you want to go off the beaten path and forge a new path for yourself. Yeah. So you and I don't even have to do it the same way. I hope you see that, too. Literally, it's like we're in the jungle of the Yucatan, and we each have our own machete, and we're like, how's it going over there? And we're just kind of like comparing notes. Now, we may end up on the same path sometimes, and it's awesome. But when you are charting your own way, sometimes we're just head down, so busy in the adventure and, and you know, when are we going to hit the water so that we can swim in the cenote and refresh ourselves, that it's almost like we almost lose track of time. That's another wonderful sign that you're in connection with your divine spirit when you lose track of time. Give yourself permission to totally recreate anything and everything in your journey that's not serving you. You have that authority, but you need to take it back not going to be handed to you no one's going to say hey here's your authority did you know you dropped it off when you were about eight years old uh, when your dad got mad at you or when your mom let you down or when your teacher uh, or, or a spiritual teacher uh, like a minister or a priest or something said something to you that made you shrink even more than you were already did you know that you left your authority right there on the doorstep at that moment 
No one took it from you. You gave it up. Part of the separation age experience. So take it right back, right? You have full authority over your lives in ways that you couldn't even dream of. Now, does that mean that the separation age doesn't still pull some strings and jerk us around a little bit? No, that still happens. <laughs> and yet, to me, that is no reason to not step into the authority that we do have more access to. You control what you eat. You control uh, many things about your life that you probably enjoy, or maybe it's just another stressor. Your belief system and your truth system needs to be something that you personally, consciously have evaluated and considered. Are your beliefs and truths serving you as source energy in human form? That's a scary, scary concept for a lot of us. I did it. And I know that you can too. There's a lot of lovely teachers. There's a lot of lovely, beautiful teachings in this world that are actually keeping us from the light of God that we are. Yeah. I wish it weren't that way, but I get it. It's part for the course and part of our assignment that we set up for is joining into this reality amidst what is. And I feel the the uh, purpose is to create something totally different, totally new. A new spiral, a new upward spiral of what humanity is, what it can be, and that we can be divinely connected to source energy in any and all ways that we choose, that we allow, and that we seek for the betterment of not just our own lives, but for a complete redesign of the human structure, the human genome, and the entire energy grid system that supports the race of life called humanity. Yeah, not too shabby. <laughs> not too shabby what we're doing here, right? Okay, very good. You guys, that feels complete. That feels very complete. And yes, it was brief, uh, brief but mighty. Okay, so let's take some calls. Yes, let's take some calls. And we already did the activation, and we'll wrap up in about 22 minutes. Okay, so for those of you that are live, uh, there is a Q&A box. And you can just jump right in there. Or you can also um, raise your hand for those that are um, joining on the phone or on Skype. And you just click star two to raise your hand. Okay. All right. Let me read some Q&A items here. Okay. Mara from Bainbridge Island is saying, Hi, Jill. You are truly magnificent in your ability to translate the higher wisdom in us all. I thank you deeply. I have been in this higher energy for some time and feel elated with life and everyone I, I meet, which makes others feel like I am not staying present with all the bad going on around the planet. I believe this is to help wake us all up. Am I correct in thinking this? Also, my ears and top of head feel like they're buzzing. <laughs> Normal. Mara, um, beautiful, <laughs> by the way. Um, I feel very uh, a lot of kinship with you in this regard. There are some um, okay. So let me let me explain. Let me offer an a offer an interpretation that I was shown by my team, and then you can decide if it fits for you or not. There there are different roles that are being played, and some of our comrades, possibly somebody listening on this call, feels very drawn to keep track of some of the things that aren't going well almost like a hall monitor. Okay, this not going well, this not making as much progress, GMO, eh, still a problem, um, all of those things. And then there's there's others that have a different role where we don't feel like the hall monitors. We feel like we are just like, how much light can I possibly hold in this human body? Okay, one, two, three, go. <laughs> and just living that way. That's definitely how I feel myself. My, If I had to write my life purpose and the way I identify myself, it literally is, how much light of God can I hold and be in this human form without literally melting my skin, melting my bones, and melting my muscles, my organs, and my tissues? I'm so jazzed by that challenge <laughs> that I come at it from all angles. 
Um, is it how much love I can feel for a total stranger? Yeah. Is it love for someone that doesn't understand me or even doesn't like me? Yeah. Is it love for my family, <laughs> for my cosmic family like you, all of you here, and love for my human family, my parents, my siblings, my husband, my two daughters, our pets? Um, there are just so many ways that I am. Um, I just love, <laughs> I just, I just love love. <laughs> so, um, no, I'm not, you know, um, uh, consumed with the hall monitor task. And for a while I wanted to tell the hall monitors, stop monitoring everything. You could, you know, it's so much more fun this way. You don't look like you're having as much fun as me. Uh, you know, put down that clipboard and stop, stop judging. <laughs> Stop, stop monitoring all these other things that aren't going well and just live your life. Just do that. And I think some that may have worked well, but for some of them, I really feel they are attached to that clipboard. <laughs> so there are different roles that are played and I don't have to understand them to appreciate them. So I do trust. Again, trust always comes back to trust. I trust that their higher selves know what's going on and that in their humanness, they have free will. And even if it wasn't their their overarching assignment to monitor all these different things that they that they love to point out to folks like us, that's okay. That's they're they're on a mission. We're on a mission. You guys remember one of the beautiful play, things about this reality is that we get to pretend that we're unique aspects of God. So I don't have to agree with everything that you agree with, and you don't have to agree with everything that I that I that I believe that I know to be true. We each have free will. So um, are they trying to judge you and say that you're not present and all those things? Um, obviously, it sounds like they are. Again, that's their choice. I I wouldn't let it get you down. Um, if you are having a, rea a reaction to it, I encourage you to do a meditation or um, create a list of some of the things that others have kind of put on you that have really bothered you when they said it. For me, and I teach this in the, the Living as Your Higher Self series, there's a whole session that we have on projection and the mirror principle, and I, I, I completely disagree <laughs> with the way that, that typical spiritual communities, probably all spiritual communities, do projection and the mirror principle and law of attraction. I have a completely different, completely different version of the story that, of course, I like better <laughs> or I wouldn't be living from it. Um, so I'd love to offer that to you in that class. I, I feel like it would be a huge upgrade in terms of how you discern what others are offering you and how you decide what is your truth relative to their truth. Okay. The buzzing in the ears and the top of the head, um, yeah. <laughs> um, I definitely have it in a, in a um, it comes and it goes. It's possible that it's there all the time, and we just only sometimes uh, sense it. In the class that I teach, Intro to Meditation, I actually talk about the buzzing or ringing or kind of sense that you can have in your ear and how I use that actually to go into my very first um, sense of true meditation. Yeah, you can use that to your advantage, right? It, I actually... I, I don't know if science has proven this. I kind of don't care if science has proven this. There, science is a lagging indicator of, of conscious creators, conscious creation. It is clear to me that some of the buzzing and the ringing and the toning that we feel within our energy fields is actually um, like a sound vibration of our electromagnetic field in its, in its rotation, in its uh, spinning. Yeah, pretty cool. Like just hearing my electromagnetic magnetic field spinning. <laughs> That's so cool. Okay. Thank you so much, Mara. Um, Amanda is saying thank you so much for that amazing exercise. My right side and central column were radiating with the brightest light. However, my left side was complete blackness. Why would the divine side seem to be closed off from the light? Hugs. Oh, I get this. Okay, perfect. Um, complete darkness. Complete blackness can be viewed as the underworld. And the underworld to the Mayan and what we were using uh, with that um, demonstration and the metaphor there is that in darkness, it's, it's still uh, God-based energy. So darkness, underworld, doesn't have to be bad. It can just be opportunities. Opportunities for, for more creation and more expression and um, like where you haven't created yet. So it's, it's like a... 
uh, a sense of emptiness awaiting your creation. Um, and it was black because there's no bottom to it. Your creativity, your sense of creator ability, your God connection has no bottom. It has no end. Yes. So it's, uh, I encourage you, Amanda, to adjust your perception of, of what good is and what bad is to let more good, more God in all facets of, of this reality and your personal reality. Okay, very good. And again, we talk about that in the classes. Okay, let's see if, no, okay. For those, if you wanted to talk with me live, just click star two. Uh, for now, we still have the, the um, typed in questions. Okay, Joanne from Manchester. Hey, Joanne, love you, sister. She's saying, Jill, how can we trust more about survival so that we don't get into deep anxiety? I see many, including myself, that get anxious even though I know that my team points out to me other ways to support myself materially. Okay, good question. All right. <laughs> I, have, I, just, I have to share that there's a, there's a layer of Jill that's like, oh, yeah, this question. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, a, there's still so much misunderstanding about... Um, how we create income, how we create abundance in our lives. Um, if you think about it, even the, the word manifestation uh, tends to, for most people, mean that you're, you're magnetizing something, like a law of attraction teaching, where you're magnetizing something to you that's already been created. You guys, your, your main juice <laughs> of creativity and abundance is creating from something that hasn't any as it hasn't been created. Okay? You get into your most soulful layers when you are in a space of creating something that you've never even thought of before. You've never even done before. Now what I just said there is profound. Okay? So let's take an example, because Joanne, I know you. Um, awesome sister. And um, if I understand it right, you assist people, I think, in their homes related to physical well-being, almost like an, uh, like an at-home nurse and physical therapy. I know you're a healer. Um, I also, if I remember right, you're empathic. So if you are, um, let's say you're a physical therapist, anyone, anyone on the call, let's just take an example of a physical therapist. Okay, a physical therapist has a profile of wanting to help other people wanting to serve others, wanting to be of service. That is number one. I, I challenge you to find me a physical therapist that doesn't have that as their core makeup. Number two, they take training seriously, and they're willing to be trained in a modality through which they can help other people. Number three, <laughs> in the present day age that we are in, we are taught to not trust ourselves. So in order to be of service in the realm of physical therapy and helping people, you know, regain mobility after injuries or maintain mobility as we age, all of those things, there is a right way, one right way to do it. Now, I just ask you to pause for a minute. Is that true? Is there only one right way to help somebody heal from an injury? or to help somebody um, like delay uh, the deterioration of the body that has been known as natural aging. I, I call bullshit on that. I'm not doing any natural aging. <laughs> New, <laughs> non-age aging. <laughs> there are more than one way. There is. There are always many, 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 many ways to go about anything. So I love it that for those of you that got official training that you want to know a way, but please do not let that confuse you that that is the way. By knowing it as a way, one way that you learned, you give yourself more permission to explore that you will and probably often will have what I call hits, intuitive hits on, huh, I wonder if I try it this way. I wonder if I try it that way. And then you start to hone and adapt what you learn from someone else as a way into your way. 
And when you really go all out with your way, you start to create something that no one else can do but you. No one else can do it but you. So in physical therapy training, I'm sure they talk a little bit about bedside manner and having a good disposition and, you know, being positive and all of those things, right? And yet, unless you understand for you that at your core, you want to be of service, that's what led you into the field at the very beginning and probably keeps you in it. Until you fully embrace that soulful part of you, you are going to be just another physical therapist alongside all the other physical therapists. When you embrace the unique way that you are source energy, when you fully embrace your unique aspect of God alongside anything and everything that you've been trained in in your humanness, that's where you start to become literally irreplaceable. Where if you are like a home hospice nurse or something, they only want you. <laughs> your clients call your agency or if you're an entrepreneur, call you directly and say, I, I only want Joanne. I, I will work with no one else <laughs> but Joanne. And that's where knowing your worth is kind of a chicken and an egg. Knowing your worth gives you the trust to give all of you in your process of whatever you're doing for a living. It, uh, knowing yourself also, knowing your worth, knowing your value also comes about as an effect because others are sensing your worth, partly because you sense your worth, but it also is a cause and an effect simultaneously. Okay? Um I don't focus on this that much in my work. I, I'm, there's so many like abundance coaches and all of those things. And that's not really where my heart space is. So I will go into topics like this because um, they matter. We, <laughs> we're all trying to survive. Um, and I hope thrive. Hope you're, hopefully you're not just trying to survive. But this to me is the missing ingredient with, with most um, people's kind of abundance formula. It's for my husband and I and our income, we know that no one can no one can do what I do. No one. No one can do it exactly the way I do it. Does that mean that I think I'm better than anybody else? I well <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm a better person than other people. It doesn't mean that, but I do think I'm damn good at what I do. I know I'm good. <laughs> and if I wasn't I'd be working really hard to be really, really good and find ways that I am naturally good at things. Um, and that's what I do. I found things I'm naturally good at. I trust myself. I explore. I expand. I'm constantly learning, constantly growing from working with my team and partnering up with other people like in the Yucatan. And my husband, I, I, I know he's very similar in his very kind of day job experience that he knows that no one can do it like he does. Now, does that mean someone else can't also do an amazing job and that there are many other people on the planet that do great work? It doesn't mean that we're better people than any. I don't need to be a better person than anybody. But I want to be the most badass, kick-ass Joe Renee Feeler ever. Ever. That's my assignment. That's my only assignment. Okay? And I also, like that physical therapist, am wired to want to help other people. I'm totally one of those people that when I get something new from my team or I have a big aha moment, my next breath is, oh, I can't wait to share this with other people because it may help them. It may help them have that step up, step out moment where they trust themselves in a way that they've never trusted themselves before. It's like, yeah, this is my light of God. And if it bothers you, that's just too bad. But if you love it, I'm going to glow I'm going to glow, 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 <laughs> glow all day long. And if you can see it, great. If you can't, I'm okay with that too. Because it's not, I'm not doing it for the reaction. I'm doing it because of who I am. I'm doing it because I don't want to be any other way. I've tried that before. It wasn't that much fun. And I wasn't, um, it wasn't as fulfilling. And I wasn't as of service to this reality, to earth. When I was so busy worrying about who understood me, who didn't understand me, whether they saw my worth, whether they thought I was doing a good job, all of those things. It's not that I don't care about those things, but my answer about whether I'm doing a good job, my first um, answer has to come from me. Do I know I did a totally banging job? Yeah. Yeah. 
and then everything starts to change. Many of us, actually no, yeah, no, that's right. Many of us are well suited to be an entrepreneur because we, some of us, don't like boundaries and we don't like to being told how to do things. <laughs> we like to create our own way. So for me, working for myself is very, very well suited in that regard. But the people pleaser side of Jill was also an amazing employee um, when I was in corporate because I wanted to make my boss like super, super happy with my work. So that served everybody well. Well, most people. I wasn't sleeping well. <laughs> but anyway, stress monster. Your ability to exceed and thrive in this reality has to be viewed in your own hands and your own control. So just notice any of the self-defeating patterns of thoughts and beliefs, mainly thoughts, that keep us from being our best, from being our best self in the context of a job, in the context of income, all of those things. I'm definitely not here to create a timeline where there is a money tree in my backyard and I don't have any need to make a living. I, I don't even think that's interesting. I actually think commerce is fascinating. One of my undergraduate degrees is in economics. I think commerce and the way it um, forms communities and relationships and all of those things is really interesting, almost like a like a sociological researcher. Um, I don't I I don't desire to create a world where there's no money. I don't think of money as terrible. I think of it as the underworld. There's good and there's bad to it. Um, I know that money in my hands does great things for great people. Um, I know that. Uh, that that's not always the case with everybody, and some are afraid that they're going to misuse the power of money, the energy of money, and so they they keep it at bay, and they've got tons of self-sabotaging shadow energy that keeps them in a state of um, uh, almost like like poverty, literally, like a poverty consciousness that they don't feel like they should have it, don't feel like they can have it, don't feel like they're worthy of it, worthiness being a big one. Um, there's just a whole bunch. It's not about the money. It's it's never about the money. Never. <laughs> That's why a whole bunch of get-rich-quick schemes and things like that, I, I don't even desire that because if you aren't happy with where you are now, you're not going to be happy just because you have more money. And I don't feel like you'd be unhappy by not having as much money either. It's not about the money. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. So take the power out of the money and, again, take authority for yourself and give yourself permission to be um, energetically attuned to your abundance, your thriving, with right where you are right now. Any story that you have about you'll be happy when is not real. It's not. I guarantee you it is not real. Now, could you be happier when blah, blah, blah? Possibly. But if you're coming from a sense of void, you, you're, it's off. Your, your alignment is off center from the column, the pillar of energy, the white light in your heart. It's off. Okay? I've got endless ways to help you connect <laughs> with, the, with the light within you. We did one exercise here. But again, just like I was talking about at the beginning, we've got to catch up our brains, you guys. We have programming literally wired into us through the back door and the front door and the side door and the dog door um, in, our, in our energy fields that circumvent us living and breathing and animating and embracing the light of God and receiving the light of God in this reality. So we've got to catch up our brains. And luckily for you and for me, I left my brain engaged <laughs> in, my, in my expansion experience. So I love to um, creatively explore and um, hypothesize and ruminate on ways that we can create a new strategy customized just for you um, or others like you that have certain self-limiting beliefs and worthiness issues and all those things. And one of the ways that I do that is through the Living a Higher Self series. So again, um, that launches this week and I'm not sure when I'll um, offer it again this year, but for this one, April 30th, let's go. <laughs> let's do that. All right, we're right at time, you guys. An hour just flew right by, just flew right through. 
I hope you liked it. I love, love, love um, engaging with you. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being you. I hope that you have a deeper sense of trust based on what we did today. And another visual that you can use for that cenote and the depths of your lower chakras. Don't try to drain them. You can't do it. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Uh, Jesus didn't need to drain the cenote. Buddha didn't. Um, uh, Saint Germain did not. Um, and all the other masters of light in this reality did not need to drain all the energy out of their lower chakras. They just needed to add the light-based system to it. Boom. <laughs> okay. I love you guys so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. My website is jillreneefeeler.com. The series starts this week. I would love to have you join us. We've got an amazing group coming together. All the details are right there um, on this page, Living as Your Higher Self, the core series. We have weekly calls. We've got awesome videos. We've got it in MP3. For those of you that don't want to sit and watch me, you want to be out in nature, running errands, or doing what you do and, and tuning in to the reprogramming of your brain um, to embrace the light of God that you are, even here in this reality. Okay. All right, you guys, call me. Or, well, you can't call me, but email me with questions at jill at jillreneefeeler.com. <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. Okay, let's do some music. Okay, what should we do? What music should we do? Let's do... Yeah, let's do Kelly Clarkson. That feels good. Catching my breath. Love you guys. Bye-bye. be left behind Distance was a friend of mine Catching breath in a web of lies I've spent most of my life Riding with playing acrobats boxing the other half Learning how to react I've spent most of my time Now that you know, this is my life, I won't be